I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about they stop responding to my texts. Well, have you ever been communicating with somebody and all of a sudden they just stop talking with you? Very frustrating, isn't it? Because it sets off this incredible amount of anxiety in our body and we literally feel like we're out of control at times. Now, what happens to us as human beings is that we love to feel connected to the people that we care about and love. And when we feel disconnected from them, it is really scary. And as I've explained many times, anxiety is in us as an alarm system for safety. And if you've had attachment trauma in your childhood where you were abandoned, neglected, ignored, you tend to have a lot more anxiety and you're a lot more afraid that it's happening again, right? Because it's traumatizing. So when you've had time and time again situations where you were ignored or abandoned and you're just feeling like nobody's going to be there for me and then it happens in your adult relationships, it sends a wave of anxiety in us that is overwhelming and quite honestly we could get obsessed right where we're so terrified of that feeling we can't calm down we can't uh, soothe ourselves it's really overwhelming and it's interesting because we all are wired that way, and some of us are more sensitive in that department because of the trauma, but we get turned off when somebody does it to us. And so when we do it to somebody else and we're really turning them off, we're so caught up in that moment and how we're feeling that we can't even see it. And that is one of the things that I try to help you guys see is these unconscious behaviors that really do destroy relationships, right? So I've got a good email that's going to explain it and you're going to see how these things keep playing out. But I do have a really quick email from somebody that really enjoyed yesterday's video. Um, they said, Hi Coach Craig and Margaret. I wanted to thank you for yesterday's amazing video, Your Ex Never Stops Thinking of You. I really like that video too and I hope that one was really helpful for you guys because I know it's one of your biggest fears and I could tell you when I was going through my breakups it was one of my biggest fears so I think yesterday's really helped understand on a deeper level than we've gotten into in our previous videos. I absolutely loved it, she says. To be honest, I love you both so much. I have been watching your videos for months and I tell all my friends and family about you. You are both incredibly insightful, and I could see how you are both extremely intuitive. I've tried to watch other channels on relationship advice, but I can tell how phony they are. Yes, right? <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, a lot of stuff all over the internet, 
and you know be very careful where you go to from uh, to to get advice um, Margaret and I have spent years trying to thoughtfully put all this stuff together and we don't like people exploiting you or taking advantage of you uh, making all kinds of promises like uh, text your ex back nonsense or uh, magic beans boy I, I could tell you I have people regularly try and put spells uh, advertising for spells on the uh, YouTube on my channel right in the comment section ridiculous they get deleted and blocked immediately because I'm not gonna allow anybody to do that to you guys ridiculous and I can tell you I've had people that opened up and said I honestly considered it I was so desperate I considered it and I know how it feels to get in that place right she said I'm going to watch every single video you have ever made and I just wanted to say thank you Craig your corny jokes are so bad at times <laughs> but you always make me feel amazing. <laughs> Why do my jokes always get so much uh, harassment here? I, I don't have a writing staff. I could use one. Uh, they said, this channel has made me a, a much better woman than I was just a few short months ago. I can't wait to Skype with you and Margaret in the near future. Thank you for everything, Megan. Well, Megan, thank you for the insult on my jokes and no I'm just kidding I appreciate that and the kind words and you guys I know I get a lot of thank you emails like this and I just can't share them all but I do try and get as many as I can out there within reason um, but no thank you guys all so much I appreciate all the the great comments and Margaret is looking at the comments now but she hasn't quite figured out how to reply yet um, but uh, we both appreciate all the kind words, so thank you guys. Uh, now, today's email, the main email, is a really good one where it's going to talk about how we really freak out when somebody stops ignoring us, okay? And they said, hello coach, I have signed up for an email coaching with you as I am desperate for your help. I made a bunch of mistakes that you and I both will cringe at. And I understand that now. I believe that my breakup is very complex and I may give excessive information, but I need your help. Well, every breakup is incredibly different. And if you guys saw how different each Skype session was throughout a day for me, it's so different. There's so many different variables. Um, she's, or he said, I am... 18 years old and going to a local college and my ex is 16 and still in high school. I know that might be a strange age difference. Now let me tell you something. Some of you guys may think age um, is important or a factor. In many cases it's not because I'm looking at this behavior and whether you're 18 or 48 the behavior is going to be very similar in what you're going to see happen here. Okay? It's the content of what happens that is important. He said, we met through our high school in 2016 and started dating several months later. We were both each other's first and I truly believe that we were in love. And for this couple, if they were each other's first, that might even make it more painful because in some ways it's more special. Do you guys think that? I've always wondered what you guys' thoughts are on that. Was your first love more special to you than other ones? 
share that comments on that one because that's something that I've been wondering what you guys think on that one. I have an opinion which I'll get to on uh, video uh, someday. I'll get to that one. But I'd love to hear what you guys' thoughts are on that. However, as the relationship went on, I left our school to go to college. We didn't get to see each other as much and as usual, and it's and we started to fight more. That's common. Um, when you don't get to spend as much time together, we can start to get frustrated or scared and do things to destroy the relationship. During the last summer, I tried to break up with her as I was unhappy with the relationship and how controlling she could be. It's interesting, right? Because it, I, I talked to a lot of you guys and at some point you felt like breaking up with your ex, but now they've broken up with you and you feel powerless. She doesn't really show much affection, but she reassured me that it wasn't anything against me. When I hear that, I'm thinking, does she have an avoidant attachment style that she doesn't like to get close and affectionate to people? It's a possibility. I don't have a lot of info on that, but that's where I would kind of start looking. Uh, well, anyway, she begged me to take her back, and I did. Our relationship was fine until about September, when I got into an argument with our friend group that resulted in me not being part of the group. What happened there? He got into a fight with their mutual friends and then they didn't want him to be part of the group anymore? I don't know why that wasn't hashed out or discussed or talked about, but it's interesting because she stayed friends with these people and he didn't. He says, my ex was very upset by this. She would always hide her phone when she got a Snapchat from one of my ex-friends. Fast forward to December 22nd, we were exchanging Christmas gifts, but she seemed rather cold and distant all of a sudden. So what I'm wondering is, was she hiding the phone with all of your ex-friends or maybe one of those ex-friends? And I'm also wondering, were you getting upset and did that one fight happen because she was talking to maybe another guy in that group? and that you weren't feeling comfortable with it? You didn't say, but that's what I'm wondering. That's what I would have asked you on a Skype. This upset me and we got into an argument. I said to her, stupidly, that we should break up because our relationship wasn't going anywhere and we were both stressed out. At first, she disagreed, but then agreed with me and told me to take her home. I was very shocked that she actually agreed. And while I was driving her home, I basically screamed at her, saying that I hope I never see her again. Eesh. And I think I scared her pretty good. Well, I mean, that's pretty mean to say. And we all say things that we don't mean when we're upset. Nobody's perfect. But, uh... It sounds like you got pretty bad there, and it seems like you were trying to punish her, which is what we often do in these situations, but we really wind up punishing ourselves, as you can see. I have a short temper that I have been working on, but sometimes I can't control myself. 
Well, if you don't control you, who does? You have control of yourself and you're making excuses here. And I'm going to give you a little tough love because you have to be in control of yourself. And it's not okay to just scream at people. I, like I said, I know we're not perfect, but it sounds like this is a pattern for you, right? This isn't something that happened one time. You're saying, I have a short temper. And so it's obviously happening a lot more than just one time here. During the relationship, I will admit that I got mad at her for silly reasons. What did I just say? There it is, right there, next sentence. I texted her a few hours later asking what happened and if we were still dating. And she told me to give her time to think and that she didn't know. I waited until the day after Christmas, but she never texted me. Okay, so she went several days without texting you. She was probably still really upset and probably really angry at the way you treated her. I texted her and she didn't answer. So I kept texting her because I was afraid. That's key, what he said right here. I texted her and she didn't answer. So I kept texting her because I was afraid. There you go. That's his anxiety. He's overwhelmed. He has no emotional self-control here. He doesn't know how to calm down. And so he just keeps demanding her attention over and over and over again, trying to get it, right? It's only making it worse. She told me that we were both unhappy and to give her some space, but I kept pursuing and begging her to give me a chance. Not going to work. You act like this, and you're going to turn people off really quickly. As this went on for about a week, she never really gave me a reason for why she was doing this. She had to tell you the reason? I mean, come on, your behavior should have been enough of a reason. But sounds like your anxiety caused you to be disconnected from your behavior which does happen sometimes. When we are overwhelmed with our anxiety, we kind of are in this fog where we can't see what we actually said and have done to somebody. And Margaret and I have touched on this in other videos, but um, it's that huge cloud that takes over our mind and if we saw a video of what we actually did, we'd probably be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. But we, we kind of forget it because we're so scared. As this went on for about a week, she never really gave me a reason for why she was doing this. And she wasn't making sense. Makes sense to me. Because she stopped responding. I texted her mother asking for her to see her. And she said that too much may have gone on, but she will talk with me eventually. So now you've gotten so desperate that you're going to the mother, begging and pleading for help. You're just making the situation so much worse. My ex wanted to keep our Snapchat streak for some reason. I felt it was weird that she would want to do that. So I went no contact on New Year's Day. Two weeks later, that guy 
who she would hide from me, asked her to prom, and she said yes. Well, I think what we have here is a combination of things. Your behavior was really turning her off. The big fight that you had with all your friends seemed to isolate you. And then probably this other guy started to work his way in there and you weren't helping yourself with your behavior. Our mutual friends were telling me that she sounded over me quickly and that she was bragging about dumping me. Ooh, that's rough. My guess is that she was over you quickly because she had found her new pair of shoes. And you guys know I say a man never throws away his only pair of shoes. That goes for women too. Not always true, but it's like a rule of thumb where you kind of look at it, right? It's something you keep in mind. It doesn't always necessarily mean that, but in a lot of cases, I'm looking. I had been getting better, hoping that maybe she would reach out to me. But this Saturday, I found out that they hooked up. Oh, that would be awful. This devastated me. But from what I've heard, he doesn't want a relationship with her. Doesn't that make you even feel worse, right? That the person that you were with is now just hooking up with somebody that doesn't even care about them. Meanwhile, you would do anything in the world to try and work it out. It hurts, right? I truly love this girl and I made mistakes that led to the breakup. Should I wait for their prom to end or should I try and do something soon? I haven't seen her since, but I've stayed no contact up until this point, even though I considered contacting her. Please let me know what's the best approach for me on this. Thank you a ton. This allowed me to get so much off my chest. Alright, so you've texted this girl multiple times. Time, Well, actually more than multiple times. You texted her mother. She's not replying to you. She said she wanted space. And now she's dating some other guy and being intimate with another guy. So you cannot continue to pursue this at this point. It's unhealthy for you. And it's only going to make you feel worse. And the more you keep asking about this guy and her, it's just going to make you feel worse inside. Uh, obviously, they're dating at this point, And if she's interested, she'll reach out again. I wouldn't reach out to this woman. No way. Because not only did you continue to reach out and her ignore you, but now you know she's dating somebody else. Those two things together would tell me, personally, I'm not pursuing this at all. And, you know, you made a lot of mistakes. I would spend all this time really contemplating and learning the stuff that I teach so you can find a healthier place emotionally and a better place for you to be emotionally if you date her or somebody else again. It's entirely possible that this woman will come back again. And whether or not you choose to date her is up to you, of course. Um, she didn't cheat on you that we know of. She broke up with you and started dating somebody else. That's what people do a lot of times. When we break up, we often start dating somebody else. Is it the end of the world? It depends upon your maturity level, right? Some people get really upset and say, No, I'm not going to do that. Some people go crazy over those things. And I've seen people even comment 
recently on some crazy stuff about how they go crazy if somebody sleeps with somebody else. It's what adults do. And, you know, they've obviously been with people before you and you've been people with people before them. If do you really if you really love somebody and they start dating somebody else, are you going to let that get in the way if they do come back? That's a personal decision, right? I mean, what if you start what if this guy here in the video starts dating other women and then she comes back six late six months later is he not gonna give her another shot because she was intimate with somebody else right I mean that's up to you and I'm not gonna tell you what to do or not do all I'll tell you to do is how to reattract them and give yourself that best chance if they do come back right and the best thing that you can do in this situation is work on yourself Learn all of the stuff that I teach, especially about attachment styles and how to be a better partner. I suspect you might have an anxious attachment style. And if you don't work on that, you're going to continue to be insecure in your other relationships and continue to do the same things that will turn other women off and they'll just get to the point where they're fed up and they push you away too. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, Skype coaching, and if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. But Margaret is also available for Skype coaching, and I can tell you guys, she's absolutely amazing. So you definitely want to check her out too. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Coach Margaret a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.